Hello, and thank you for joining LTC DON Chat, a podcast brought to you by the American Association of Post-Acute Care Nursing, APACN. I'm your host, Amy Stewart, Vice President of Education and Certification Strategy for APACN. And I'm here today with Janet Feldkamp, a partner with Benish Healthcare. Janet focuses her law practice in the area of healthcare law, including long-term care survey and certification, state and federal regulation, physician and nurse practice, and fraud and abuse involving hospitals, suppliers, insurers, and physicians. She retains active licenses as a registered nurse and a nursing home administrator and has extensive healthcare experience. Janet joins me today to provide an update on survey and regulatory issues that skilled nursing facilities are facing today. Welcome, Janet. Well, thank you, Amy. It's nice to join you today. So our listeners are always interested in hearing about survey trends. So it leads me to this question. What is getting cited the most, Janet? Well, there are many things that are being cited a lot, unfortunately, as we continue to tail out through the end of the pandemic, but some of them are not surprising and some of them are a little more surprising. And I think that where I see citations, and I'm going to kind of probably not go by the most frequently cited, but the ones that are most frequently cited with high scope and severity. You know, there's 10 abuse tags that can be cited, and we're seeing a lot of abuse tags cited out there. And oftentimes those abuse tags are cited on a complaint survey. And some of the issues that we're having still in the complaint survey area is that there are very old complaint surveys that are now being investigated as the state agencies continue to catch up. And so those kind of tags related to physical, sexual, oral abuse, you know, uh, all of those kind of things are things that we tend to see. Also still seeing a lot of quality care tags. F684, necessary services, which is that general tag that you cite when it's quality of care, seeing a lot of things with that. And often along with that tag and some of the others, you see notification of change, F580. So you see that in the situation, notification wasn't provided, necessary services weren't provided based upon some things, and they many times dovetail together. Notification of change can be cited almost in any tag, including with accident hazards, which we're still seeing a lot of falls, elopement, and all of those kind of things. Failure to assure that accidents aren't occurring. And we're also still seeing a lot of F880, which is infection control, and we know that so well. Those are getting cited frequently and often with civil money penalties. And then along with that is also staffing. So when you have a grouping of other tags, staffing is often tacked on. Whether or not you are meeting your state minimums, and again, minimums if you have state minimums, but the federal requirement is adequate staffing. And adequate staffing is often cited when you have other citations where they feel that appropriate care and services were not provided. So I could go on forever, but I'll say it to you that right now there's some of the top items that I'm seeing frequently. 
That is a lot of top items that our listeners are facing today. Can you share some unexpected citations that facilities are facing today? Well, I think I will say the unexpected citations do relate to some of the complaint surveys that end up in citations that were cited from situations long ago. And so you will find things that occurred a year ago sometimes that are now being cited. And I find that people are kind of thinking, well, we've made it through most of the really difficult things, and so we're moving forward. And some of those unexpected citations are things that occurred previously. So my advice is people need to go back and kind of do a review, a review of what really occurred that maybe wasn't so spectacular during all of that time. Your unexpected hospitalizations, your unexpected deaths in your building, and some of those kind of situations. And I think that that's where you need to be looking and using your QAPI, using your root cause analysis, and then looking at some of those situations, moving them forward into proactive approaches. So I think some of those unexpected citations are things that you think you have it all going on. For example, there may have been an accident that occurred based upon a transfer. The transfer may have been a Hoyer lift or some kind of lift transfer. And you thought, okay, we did some things, but did you do a deep dive? Did you go back and make sure everybody was actually educated? You checked all of the slings, you checked all of the things, you had all of the care plans done. Those are the things that I'm seeing that are unexpected. Things that occurred in the past that maybe then you can, even if it gets cited, make it a past non-compliance versus them continuing to bring it forward with a long and ugly citation trail. I love that you mentioned QAPI because I really believe our QCP program walks people through what is needed to really dive into QAPI and what it's all about. So I appreciate you saying that. And interestingly, I frequently get asked to speak on root cause analysis. And I'm often finding that individuals think they're doing a root cause analysis and their intention is good, but really what they're doing is more of a timeline of events and not really diving deep into find that one true or maybe multiple true root cause or causes. What else can our listeners do to prevent some of these citations you mentioned today? Well, I think good oversight, good leadership, train your employees how to be a critical thinker. And just because you happen to be a nursing assistant doesn't mean you're not a great critical thinker. It can be all of our employees. But I totally am a person that believes you really have to be thinking back to root cause. I don't care if you do the fishbone or you don't do the fishbone. And I do think the QCP program is fabulous. But what you have to do is figure out what were the basis of things and then figure out how you move those forward and how you catch all of those aspects. And proactiveness, leadership being out on the floor, understanding who your, I want to say, 
innate leaders, people who have leadership skills that are part of themselves. So think about that and how to help develop those individuals at all levels, whether it's a nursing assistant that can be kind of your nursing assistant that helps train others, your LPN on the floor, who you just see wonderful skill set and thoughts. And I think it's about pulling your organization together, pulling your group of your leaders, formal and informal, and really digging in to see what's there, what needs to be changed, and how you can change it and make it so the quality outcomes are better. That's really great advice. I read a lot of 2567, so I see a lot of the complaints. And one thing, if I may add, is also listening to what your staff says. Because I frequently read in these 2567s that staff mentioned to surveyors, I told the DON or I told the administrator, and then there was no follow through. And sometimes when we're busy, we don't listen or we think we listen, but we only half listen. So I think listening to what your staff is saying is also really, really important. That's excellent advice, Amy. It really is because every day is a blur. You know when you're out managing a building and all of these things are happening every day. You have 10 things on your list and you probably get to none of them and you reorganize and you deal with things going forward. But you'd have to, I think, at the end of the day, or shall I say the next morning in the shower, kind of thinking about all the things that I didn't do and maybe what I need to follow up with. Because listening to your staff is vitally important. Exactly. And I don't think there's intent. I think that the just, you know, day-to-day -day busyness, and the person hears what this person is saying, but then forgets. So making an appointment if it's something serious so that you really give your staff the time needed. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners today? You know, I've been a director of nursing and I've been an administrator and I've done a lot of things in my career prior to being a lawyer, but I think it's accessing great resources, having good mentors, being out there and understanding that the post-acute care environment is constantly changing. APACN is a great resource, and I think that there are so many things that even just going online and finding resources, but also find good mentors out there in the world because there are many people who have had great backgrounds to help you. And those mentors don't have to be someone with the same kind of initials or background. Learn from everybody because there are so many things that change on an ongoing basis, but a good leader can always be a good leader. Reinvigorate yourself, take a little time for yourself, and think about how can I contribute? Janet, thank you so much for your time today. Well, thanks for asking me. And I hope that these few tidbits that both you and I have provided help somebody out there to make that quality better and address those things before they become ugly citations. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. Listeners, thank you for joining us today. For more resources and tools for nurse leaders, please visit our website at www.apacan.org.
To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the LTC DON Chat Podcast. Heard the news about how you can improve quality care and increase efficiency with Ability? Ability offers a range of applications to simplify the complexity of healthcare, allowing organizations of all types and sizes to spend more time on care and less time manually collecting, analyzing, and reporting data. This allows you to remain in compliance while making data-driven decisions that benefit residents. With Ability, your facility can improve resident outcomes, optimize reporting data, enhance reimbursements, and much, much more. Discover what Ability has to offer at abilitynetwork.com slash a pack-in.